0: There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band a of brothers. brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for, and if you asked him who it was he lived for, he'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Yeah. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. But Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside podcasts. And I'm making it plural because this is two podcasts in one. Yesterday was so full on, and we are up late taking care of all the tribal game stuff that this is going to be day three and day four. That's how intense this podcast is going to be. So I hope you have gotten your water and you're ready for the story, because here it comes. The Warriors and the Braves are definitely in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today and yesterday. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a Maine summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what happened yesterday and today, and both days we had the most ideal main weather you can ask for. It's been rainy and it's been hot, but for the last two days of tribal games, it has been perfect. It's 81, 82, 83, steady breeze. Today, the breeze went on all day, keeping us cool, and then right before the song and the fire, it was just gorgeous. Still air, the smoke went straight up from the fires, didn't even move at all, which is just what you want. Beginning of day three, we had a B.O.B., a Bob, Brain Teasers in the Grove, and then all the teams assembled and went to silent breakfast. Then there was inspection, of course, and the eighth tournament round, Braves round the bases, Pretties football, Mentors basketball, Satyr's volleyball. Then the ninth tournament round, Bang Bang, Braves football, Pretties handball, Mentors around the bases and Satra's track meet. And just in case you're wondering, that's European team handball. Years ago, Camp Tomahawk's director, Red Bogart, legendary Red Bogart, went to the Olympics and saw team handball and decided that we should have it here at Camp well, have it there is actually Camp Tomahawk, and when Tomahawk and Kavasi combined in nineteen eighty seven, they brought Team Handball here and has lived here and thrived ever since. And the older boys teach the younger boys how to play. So that happened, Pretty's played it, then Minters round the bases, which is our track meet, and then Satres had a proper track meet up at the lacrosse field. Then we had lineup, staff round the bases. Just in case you're wondering what that is, there is literally a person standing on home plate, and then there's a judge on first, and then second, and third, and they stand there like a statue, and the entire thing is you just start on home plate and you run as fast as you can around the bases, hence the name. But it is something, it's quite pure, the sprinting around the bases, just silence and someone breathing like a train, a runaway train, and they tilt their body, they turn in so they can turn better, and they do not run straight, they kind of banana around each of the bases, and they are flying. And I know that I've said this in previous podcasts, but it's just something to watch, something as pure as a person sprinting as hard as they can, be they 10 or 20. 12.45, 12.45, we had a line up at the flagpole and uh, silent lunch. The, the Chiefs gave some speeches after lunch. And then team time, everyone working on their songs and their skits and all the things that go into the final day, which we'll get to eventually. And then we were going to do the impromptu skits then, but we decided we'd fit something else in. We did another round at that time. The 10th round, Brave Soccer, Prettiest Modified Volleyball, Mentors Cross Country, and satchers Round the Bases. And then we had another Bob's silent dinner and the 11th tournament round, which had to do with uh, Pretty's having a uh, track meet, and then Minters had soccer, Satyrs basketball, and staff volleyball. At the end of the contest, on day three, as you can go back and look, everyone was aware that the Stags were pulling ahead. They were probably 80 points ahead. I haven't looked back at those points that since then. There's been a lot of looking at points since yesterday. But... They were, they were putting on some distance between them and the rest. But it wasn't over yet. The eagles and the bears were neck and neck with each other and also within striking distance of the stags. And something very important from the story of it all was happening to the owls. The owls had a couple crucial injuries in their ranks at some key positions, and that meant they started to lose some games. And this caused a little bit of a morale issue. But the owls were led by Matt Jonesy Jones, our director of adventure. And if you haven't met Jonesy, You'll know him for a resilient and optimistic and fierce person. He is unfailingly loyal. He's creative, he's funny, charming, but he also does not give up easily as is his cultural heritage. He is British, stiff upper lip and all that. And he began a different kind of speech with the owls. He began talking about what was going to happen next and what the small goal next would be. And he got their eyes off the larger situation and onto the contest in front of them. And wouldn't you know it, their morale started to improve. And by the end of day three, they were starting to get some momentum. So even though they were falling back in points, the thing that you'd see in the yellow owls was a little fire in the eyes. And that is what happened uh, on the third day of tribal games and we're just going to go right to day four because it was awesome today was startling in its pageantry and its excellence and i just can't wait to tell you about it 745 reveille 825 the shield teams came up to the dining hall and the tribes were arranged in front of the deck where the flag pole is and everyone was sitting there expectant and excited there was a quick conversation with everybody about what kind of dedication it takes to build a shield and these shields are they're probably three feet wide circular shields you've seen them if you visited our dining hall and they hang up and they're hung in the order that the tribes place in tribal games and they stay there forever they are going to be up in our dining hall for the next hundred years so these things are really important if you look back, if you go back to the shields from yesteryear, I wouldn't say that they are they're bad or anything. They're 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 cool and they are clearly made with love and and there's just something about the shields of the recent years. They just seem tighter or I don't know more well conceived or maybe there's just a shift in the artistic understanding of everybody you know, these days, but they just seem awesome. They have been awesome for five years, and they were no less awesome today. You probably have already seen pictures of them, but the first shield to be revealed was the Eagle's shield, and it is a spare homage, I think, to Wes Anderson. There's a little Wes Anderson to it. I don't know if you guys know Wes Anderson movies, but the shield looks like something from there. Maybe Moonrise Kingdom, if you like movies. A little bit like that. And the next was the owls, and I don't know how to, this is going to sound disparaging, but I totally don't mean it that way, and that's the the owls had a little disco to it. There was some shimmer in the wings, and the owl itself looks very serious, looks intent on its prey, but there's just a little swagger to it. I thought it was great. Just a little disco, disco owl. And then the bears were next, and both, all three, eagles, owls, and bears, they chose a black background for their shield. They just all happened to do that maybe to make it be more contrast, to affect more contrast. And that is not the decision that the stags made. Instead, it was a green, a vibrant green and yellow background, and the stag was almost shooting fire. There was definitely flames around the stag and a couple orange stars and yellow stars. You can see this picture, I'm sure, in our pictures. And then in the stag's flames, you'll see the phrase unstoppable, which has been the theme of their, dare I say, charge. But also, it just so happens that there was more than a couple Jamaican staff members on the Stag's shield team. And it just so happened that instead of the background being black, it was green and black and yellow. So the whole thing looks like a Stag Jamaica paella. And it's awesome. It's a great shield. And the the bear's shield is also very good. It's a roaring bear with uh, two arrows going through the back behind it sort of a a crest way I just think they're awesome they're really good and every one of the boys cheered loudly for their shield team the shield team looked exhausted they stayed up so late last night getting it done the night before as well and they're just gonna they're really proud shields they're gonna hang up in our dining hall forever and they just look amazing I love them and then inspection and then we're going to do our photos but we saved it for the evening when the light would be nice And we had a 12th tournament round that was Braves kickball, Pretties cross country, Minters volleyball, Satyrs cross country, then one more silent lunch, then the 13th tournament round, which was a series of combined throws, baseball throw for the Braves, baseball throw for the Pretties, and combined soccer kick for the Minters and the Satyrs. And then there's a big chunk of time where all of the tribes were able to descend on their meeting areas and get ready for the songs. And the songs are a big deal. There's a ton of points on the last day. The shield is worth a bunch of points. There are three songs, the fight song, the Kabasi fight song, and then the alma mater, which is sort of a, a softer, tender song. And then the last song is the original song. we we'll get to those in a second. But, man, a lot of points in the last day, a lot of possible lead changes. This was the day, if there was going to be an upstart to take down the stags, they were going to do it. This is where the owls would have been able to claw their way to not forth, And all kinds of things could have happened. Then there was yet the last silent dinner. And then at 7.30, a whole bunch of stuff went off. We had songs and the rope burn down at the cancel fire. Set the stage for you. All of the tribes show up in their colors with their evening gear on, which means long pants and long sleeves. And they're totally bouncing off the walls. They're jumping around. They're rolling around like puppies. If you could color puppies, the same colors as Skittles. So Skittle puppies. And then they file into our campfire bowl they hit the brotherhood sign everybody does it sit down in an order and then they began fight song alma mater and the original song these also were outstanding but before i get to that i just want to again set the stage last time we talked about everybody in the campfire bowl there was a big huge barred owl that looked down over the group and this time as we sat down there was this high piercing cry that went up a couple of boys looked up I definitely looked up, and that's because there were two ospreys circling above the campfire bowl, disturbed perhaps by the invasion of brightly colored young men. That certainly happened. And so there's these beautiful birds circling above us, calling out in the twilight, not to be missed. And then the songs, the feature that you want to know about the fight song is that there's a tradition at Kabasi that the fight song has really strong T's. The consonants must be said properly. And so the boys were biting their T's as if they were carrot sticks, chopping them off. The same is true, a reason that, I have, that has never been explained to me, the alma mater must be sung while smiling. So if you see strange pictures of boys singing and smiling at the same time, like a four-part harmony group, except with, you know, 40 people, that's what that's about. I don't make the rules, and then the original song is the big one. That's the one that they've been working on all day long and all week long. And you hear versions of it, like a refrain, as you go by. I'm on my bike a lot, so I go by and I see, the, hear the Eagles doing their their chorus, and I go by a different point, and there'd be the stags banging on something weird to get a, a sound effect or something like that. To see them all together, and they were. It was very difficult to judge. We had to, you know, we have to rank these songs and the most difficult one was the original song by far there was so much focus you could see it in the pictures i'm sure there is just just a remarkable amount of of heart and these guys these are these are sports and adventure minded boys they're not necessarily singing is not necessarily their their wheelhouse but here they are doesn't matter we're kabasi we do MTV night talent show and every so often we have to sing for each other and this is what's happening tonight no one was fighting it they were into it leaning into it There's probably going to be a few videos that get posted, uh, perhaps, on our Instagram. Check there. So, owls win a couple of these. Stags win a couple of these. Eagles win a couple. There's There's a lot of lead changes that are happening in the second and third and fourth categories. And then it's rope burn. The way the rope burn works is there's four fires evenly spaced out on the road above the waterfront. And all the boys and all the counselors, are across the ditch where it's safe, far away from the fire. There are boys, the oldest boys in each tribe, are. some of them are given the privilege of being um, gatherers, there's four of those, and then builders, there's two of those. It's a very important job, and a, and a job that we take very seriously, and it's also a very high honor. And it goes off, and Jonesy's owls, who have been clawing their way out of the basement, absolutely dare I say smoke the competition and they win in five minutes and the other as the as the other teams rolled in and their ropes broke there was cheering chanting the rope the rope the rope is on fire our rope is burning all that stuff all that chanting screaming jumping up and down but then uh the eagles had a a hiccup there's a rule that you cannot touch the rope with the stick or anything, so that it doesn't accidentally trigger the breaking, and there's this moment of confusion, and that stick touched the rope a couple times, so they had a a delay, and they got a little flustered, and so they are a little bit behind. And all the other teams began chanting for them. The Eagles, who were in second place, chanting for them, to have their rope burned, so they didn't feel bad about being last. I don't know if that happens at other boys' sports and adventure camps, but it happens here. Gobbisy families. And then, finally, the Eagles rope breaks and Griff disappears into his house to the final tally and he's going to add up all the points for the song and the rope burns all three songs in the rope burns and in between the songs just keep happening the the boys get around the garbage cans they have been using for drums and mean drumming on them i think you're going to hear some found sound tonight uh, of those cheers and chants and it's just infectious there's just so much joy in general not about who's winning or losing just that there has been competition, that there has been rope burns, and that we are all alive here in this place. You can hear it. Just hear it. Just listen to the found sound. You'll hear what I'm saying. I don't have to describe it for you. And Griff comes out, G-R-I-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F. And he starts with the first team, meaning the team that was fourth. And that was the Owls. Owls were fourth, third were Bears. Eagles passed them in today. And then second were the Eagles. And first, by a strong lead, were Davian's Stags. Davian has now won twice. In travel games, last year for the Bears, this year for the Stags. They're starting to call him Mr. July. I don't know if you've ever met Davian. He's our sachem group leader. He is tall, and he is calm, and he is cool. The man tucks his sweatpants into his socks, and he makes that look cool. That's how cool he is. Like, Miles Dave is cool. He's very cool. And then my favorite thing happened. And I know we're into our, this is a long podcast, but here is the scene. Cobbesee families, before we sign off tonight. The fires are out. We get, they, spray, they get sprayed out almost immediately as soon as the rope breaks for safety's sake. The fires are out. There's very little light. There's just a bunch of shadows and shadowy figures, but the whole camp is on this embankment above this ditch next to the road. And they are going off. Some of the tribes have gathered around their chief and they're hearing some speeches or they're just chanting. There, is, there are a couple chants that are just lifting off, chants that are just chances for boys to be joyful. And they're gathering around, they're jumping up and down and the counselors and the kids are, they're free. They are just joyful. And it's dark. and No one can see anything. There's just these forms in the in the murk, in the gloaming, as it were. And just these sounds, these happy sounds. And then we called them together and let them know that tomorrow is going to be a late sleep-in. And we're going to have one of the best days of camp. It's called the day that dreams come true. Where everybody gets to do their favorite stuff as a bunk and uh and it's just a wonderful day and then the next day is packing day and the day after that you're going to be here some of you so it's all coming right around the corner it was a fantastic tribal games last thing i will say because this is a long podcast is that i can't remember a travel games that was as fierce on the field and as camaraderie filled as uh that had as much well intended regard for each other off the field so much good sportsmanship. So many kids inspiring all of us with how they had quitted themselves as people. And that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Sea for boys. Your boys will go to sleep exhausted tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather we to sing to Cobble Sea as we go to our box once more. And Cobble Sea, dear Cobble good wishes from us be yours always. And faithful, true will be to you until we...